everybody. Welcome back again to the Smart Money Gal podcast. I hope uh, since uh, we last spoke that you've had a, a great month adjusting to the new year. I can't believe we're already in March. It's crazy. So, um, And actually, the day that this is airing, the original podcast date is actually International Women's Day. So to all you amazing women out there, um, I wanted to uh, tell you, hey, today's another day that we get to celebrate ourselves, right? So <laughs> go out and do something fun. But I wanted to also really just touch on a topic that um, I deal with a lot when I work with clients. I've also personally have been through divorce. And um, I just want to spend some time, just the next probably half hour with you, talking about how to go through the process and, and survive it financially. Because when you take divorce itself, and um, finance, which are both very stressful, and you put the two of them together, it's just like overwhelming. And it can get extremely complicated. You can be extremely overwhelmed. And my goal after you know we have this time together is just to shed some light on some things that you may not know. Also give you some tips on how to be better prepared, but also let you know what I do and how I might be able to help you in this space. So as I, I just wanna kind of give a disclaimer that um, it's very important to understand that um, I can't give blanket advice, when, especially when it comes to divorce. First of all, I'm not an attorney. Um, I didn't stay at a Holiday Inn Express. I do know attorneys and I have great attorneys that I can refer you to. But some of the topics we're gonna talk about um, you just have to keep in mind it, it applies differently in different states. So I wanted to just kind of preface that. We're not going to be talking about what a divorce outcome looks like because that's not my space. What my space is really is just to give you some financial insight on how to navigate the course. So if you see me looking down from time to time, it's because I have a lot of information that I want to share with you and I have my notes. So first of all, I want to talk to you a little bit about what I do at Swan Financial and how if you're going through the process of divorce, I might be a really good fit for you. Um, I meet people who are either just they were just served papers or they served papers on a spouse or as soon to be ex-spouse um, and they don't know what the next steps are. I meet some people who are referred to me when they're smack dab in the middle of what's going on. And then I do get a lot of people who are coming um, post-divorce issues. So now assets have been divided and we have to figure out how we move forward. So today I'm going to try to give you insight on if you are kind of moving through the process and then also some tips for you to move forward. So, you know, the first thing that I wanted to tell you is that your attorney, if you have an attorney and your financial consultant or financial coach or financial advisor or wealth manager, however you want to call that financial person in your life, are going to be the two most important people throughout this process that you really need to um, listen to, spend a lot of time talking to, really um, lean on them for advice because, you know, the attorney's job is going to make is to be there to make sure that you're aware of the laws that are out there to make sure they can talk to you about the, the process that you go through. And then, you know, the financial consultant or coach's job is to really tell you, okay, these are some things that you need to 
think about and consider as you're moving through the, the divorce process. These are some things that you need to think about moving forward into the next chapter of your life. And we can give you insight on both of those areas. And actually working with a divorce attorney and a financial consultant or advisor at the same time is a really solid team to have because then we can be there to support you in both areas, both legal and financial. So I, I highly encourage you to, to have a team that's there. If there's a way that I can step in and help, please let me know. If you don't have an attorney, please let me know as well, because I do have great attorneys that I can refer you to. So I'm talking about getting advice from these two very important people, because they're the only people you should really be listening to at this point. And um, I want to say this as nicely and nicely or as cautiously as possible. You're going to have so many people who come out and say, well, when I went through my divorce, this is how we handled things. Or you may have a parent who's been through it, who's trying now to give you some advice on what you need to do, both with the attorney and, you know, financially. Um, you may have friends at church or coworkers who try to try to come in and give you advice on what you need to do. Just just allow them to be there to support you, to tell you what they need to tell you. But when you really start making decisions, please make sure that you're just relying on the decision um, and the advice that's coming from the experts who are actually there in your life because your situation is different. And I also want to caution you by the fact that, you know, don't spend your time trying to explain to people what happened in your marriage. It's none of their business. The only two people or three people that know really what happens in a, in a divorce is you, your spouse, and God. So everybody wants to try to tell you something or want to ask questions. I don't want you to be overwhelmed at the very beginning by getting all this advice and all this feedback from everybody else when at the same time, um, you really don't, you don't need that. This is not something that you need going on in your life right now. So only take advice from the experts. Promise me that you'll do that. Um, now, you know, number two, understand your budget. This is probably one of the most important, if not the most important thing that you need to really understand, both as you are going through the process and really start putting on that thinking cap for what life's going to look like when you're past divorce. Um, you may be in a relationship or have been in a relationship where, you know, your spouse handled everything. They may have made all the financial decisions. They may have, you know, handled all the bank accounts, all the credit cards, um, all the investment accounts. And, you know, and I see that a lot. Um, I don't see it as much from a control perspective as I see it from, hey, it was my job to take care of my wife. I wanted to make sure this was just something that she didn't have to worry about with taking care of the kids or the home. Or So I took that on. And while that's a noble thing to do, when you go through a divorce, it becomes almost like a deer in headlight situation. Now you feel so disconnected. Now you can't put your hand on financial documents. Now you don't know what it costs for your household. Um, and you certainly don't know what it would cost moving forward. So have a really good understanding of what's going on with your budget. And, you know, let's just say you're, you're going through this process and your ex was somebody who handled everything for you. But, you know, when the divorce happened or the papers were served, they now kept all the information, okay? They kept all of the bank online logins, which is always a big thing that we run into. They may have all the access to 
retirement accounts or all the information tied to work. Maybe they you know, have access to the checkbooks and the online banking. So just please make sure to, to try not to get overwhelmed. One of the things that I can do is really help you sit down, give you a simple outline of let's talk about what your budget is. If you didn't know what your mortgage payments were, if you didn't know what your food bills were, if you didn't have really any idea, I'm sure that there are certain things where if they handled the money, you may have handled the household. So we can start putting together what that looks like. So don't, don't feel overwhelmed if you don't have access to your financial documents, because if you are working with an attorney, you will at some point have discovery. Discovery is going to be when everybody, both sides, have to produce documentation. So you might be able to get your, uh, by that point in time, have an idea of what your current budget looks like. And then my job in working with you is going to figure out what that's going to look like moving forward when you are post-divorce and now have to start thinking about the things that you have to do on your own. So um, understand your budget. Don't get overwhelmed. Please don't get overwhelmed. There are things that we can do to help you have a better understanding of what your budget, budget looks like now, both now and going forward. Um, third thing I'm going to tell you is, you know, avoid making any major financial decisions during the process. There's a couple reasons I'm going to say that, okay? If eventually you're going to end up in front of a judge or a jury, and you went out when you were served the papers or you served the papers and you went and bought a boat, you went on a shopping spree, um, you drained the bank account, whatever it is that you think won't catch up with you, it will in one way or another. Whether it just that the judge kind of pulls down their glasses and looks over it like, why did you go do that? Or it may you know, affect the asset division. It may affect you know, spousal support, don't know exactly how it's going to affect things, but don't go making a big financial, you know, decision right when the papers were served. Another thing to keep in mind, too, is that once the papers are served, there is what's called a standing order. And I'm not going to get much into the legal part of that. Again, I'm not an attorney, but I've worked on enough divorce cases to know that once the papers are served, a standing order goes in place, which means you should not be changing anything. You shouldn't be locking each other out of bank accounts. You shouldn't be draining accounts. You shouldn't be cutting people off of health insurance, life insurance, phones, uh, cable, uh, car. You should not be doing anything that will affect the divorce process itself. You're going to get to a point in time, whether you mediate, whether you're going through a collaborative divorce, whether you're trying to come to a settlement on your own, or if you're in front of a judge, you are going to have to sit down and say, well, why did you do this? Or why did he do this? Or why did she do that? So just be really cautious of making any major financial decisions going through the process. I would also caution you if you're post-divorce and you're just feeling like, yeah, I stuck it to him or I stuck it to her and I'm going to go out and make this massive you know, purchase. Just don't do that. You don't know what's going to happen and how drastically life could change sure that you're in a really good spot financially before you go making any financial massive major financial decisions. Also, I want to caution you in saying don't work with a financial advisor or a coach or a, a, you know a consultant who's going to tell you and encourage you to make huge investment decisions. Um, you're going through a period of time that's uh, just as emotionally uh, tolling on you as it is 
financially. So don't make any major financial decisions, period. Pre, post, whatever it is that you're going through right now, just make sure that uh, you're in a good place uh, and you have all your ducks in a row before you make a major financial decision. So number one, only take advice from experts. Your attorney and financial consultant are your best team during this. Number two, understand your budget, both now and going forward. And number three, just avoid making any major financial decisions. The fourth thing I want to talk to you about really is just to be just be smart. And in, in some cases, be frugal. Because, you know, going through a divorce is very expensive. Even if you're trying to work on it yourself, even if you're trying to do an uncontested divorce and, you know, you see one of those billboards that says $2.99 for an uncontested divorce, um, I don't work with a lot of people who have gone through uncontested divorces because a lot of times that's a good place to start heading down because you think that you're at a good place to, to, have to come together and to negotiate. But usually you always kind of start going into a direction where now you are getting some advice from attorneys. You may be working with a consultant like myself. You may be working with a CPA or, or somebody to help you make sense of things. So even if you try to go the most inexpensive route to divorce, um, there is going to be cost that goes along the way. So just be smart about the decisions that you're making. And, you know, also keep in mind that setting up your new life is not cheap. And there are a lot of things that we have to think about. Think about, you know, if you're living in a house and as part of your negotiation and settlement, you're going to sell the house and split the proceeds. Okay. So what's it going to cost you to move into a new house or what do you have to put down? Or if you're going to rent for a while, what is that security deposit? Then you have all the utility connections. Then you have the utility bills and you have all of these expenses that, you know, you might not have thought about. And in a lot of cases, you're going to need them kind of upfront. So you're going to have to have a little bit of a lump sum that's set aside for utilities, for moving expenses, for new furniture. Um, I'm, I'm not trying to overwhelm you with all the decisions that you're going to have to make. I just want you to keep in mind that as you're moving forward and you're moving through this process, there are going to be expenses that in a lot of cases people don't um, think about. And in a lot of cases, too, they think that they're going to somehow stick it, stick it to the X. And that's not always the way that it works. So if you're thinking that all of this stuff is just going to fall on the shoulders of the person that you're divorcing, that's not always the case. So just be smart about what it is that you're doing. Um, also, keep in mind, too, that you're going to have, you know, insurance costs. Um, moving forward, you're going to have maybe health care costs that you have to take care of. Um, Maybe you have to spend money to retitle a car, transfer a car, tags, or, you know, so there are a lot of things that you just have to keep in mind. And part of my job is to be able to step in at the, at the other side and help you move forward and make sense and put together some of those pieces for yourself. But just be smart and be frugal as you're going through this process. Um, and, I'm, and I'm just telling you about sharing some of these expenses with you because this is just kind of the tip of the iceberg. So I want you to keep in mind all of that. Um, number uh, five is going to be keep track of your credit report. This is very important. Uh, you usually have the ability to get a free report, um, you know, once a year. Um, I try to encourage my, my divorcees to kind of maybe get into a report where you, even if you have to pay for it the first year, 
you want to make sure that obligations are being met. You want to also make sure that somebody isn't using your credit information. I have had multiple clients who have come out of divorce only to find out that right before everything happened um, and it was finalized that there were loans taken out, there were um, car payments taken out, there were personal loans, there were things like that. So I really caution you to keep an eye on your credit report um, because if part of your order, your ex-spouse is to be paying the mortgage and you're not in a place to have really good communication with one another and you don't want to keep reaching out to the attorney because every time you do, it's an additional cost. The best way is to monitor the report because in that way there you can make, you know, you can go in and do a dispute. Then you have documentation that then when you go back to the attorney, rather than saying, I think he's not, or I think she's not, you have documentation that there are things that are falling in arrears and um, it's now affecting your credit. Um, also, you know, I have worked in on cases where the soon-to-be ex-spouse just ran up the credit cards thinking that, well, surely it's not in my name. I was an authorized user. So at the end, you know, he or she's going to get stuck with it because the card's not in my name and that's not the case. Um, it's, it's very easy to put in a dispute with one of the credit bureaus. They allow you to do it online. You can also go in and reference your divorce decree. Um, there were some things that I had to do that with so that people had an understanding of who was responsible for that. So I think just keeping track of your credit report is extremely important to do. Um, and also <clears throat> keep an eye on your kids' credit reports too. Um, I've had some cases where, um, you know, people know that credit reports get looked at and uh, there are some things that they had opened in their minor children's names um, and you want to make sure that you're just protecting your children throughout this process too. Um, I'm not, I'm not coming at this from a place of, you know, you're, you're divorcing somebody who's extremely evil or conniving, but I just want you aware of the things that you need to know to protect yourself. And so we've got take advice from experts, understand your budget, don't make any major financial decisions, be smart and frugal, keep track of your credit report. And I think, you know, the last thing I really want to spend the most time with is that you're going to get to a point where you need to create a new roadmap for you. And um, what I see with a lot of my clients is they get stuck. Maybe the divorce was the last thing that they ever thought was going to happen in their life. And this whole process has been overwhelming. So um, they just don't do anything. They get stuck. They don't want to move forward. Um, they emotionally check out, you know, they financially check out. They just don't, they can't believe it. And it has been this a whirlwind that has come into their life and has created this sense of, I don't know how to put one foot in front of the other. Well, that's good because here I am. Um, I think, you know, it's very important to, to get advice from people who've actually been through the life experience themselves. I'm not saying that, you know, if we're working with a financial advisor who is happily married and has been for 40 years that they can't relate. But what I can tell you is um, somebody who has actually walked through the process, they know the roadblocks, they know the things that you have to kind of watch in your blind spot is always really good to get information from. Myself, I've been through divorce. Um, I've been for, through divorce more than one time. And, you know, uh, for a long time, that was hard for me to say that because I'm like, oh, people are going to judge me. It doesn't matter. You know, again, it goes back to don't focus so much on what happened, why it happened. You feel the need that you, everybody has to hear your side of the story. It doesn't matter. 
What matters is that you're in a new place in your life and now you need to, to step forward and you need to make a path forward for yourself. So don't allow yourself to get stuck. There are going to be things that change from life insurance to health insurance to assets changing. Maybe you have been out of, of the, um, the workforce for you know 30 years, 20 years. I work with a lot of women who were stay-at-home moms. They stayed there the whole time. They supported their husband's career. Now the divorce is over. They don't know what to do. They look at me and say, I'm 55, I'm 60 years old. Who's going to hire me? Who is going to? And there's just a sense of so many different things that are changing that they don't know how to put one foot in front of the other. And I want to just caution you on the fact that, you know, you have to. Even if your kids are grown and, you know, you're in a good place financially, for, excuse me, from the settlement, you still have to figure out how to move forward. So one of the things I think that <clears throat> is pretty unique about what I do and what we've created at Swan Financial is we've created essentially a community of people who are there to uplift and support our clients. Because as I was looking um, through all of my divorcees who were coming through, they all needed the same thing. They all needed the same level of, of experts in their life and advice. So one of the things that we did was we created the Divorce Divas. And for those of you who follow me, um, you've probably obviously seen some of the events that we host. We've done a town hall. We've done um, just some workshops on really what you need to know when you're going through the divorce process. But the divas are people who are, you know, they're estate planning attorneys. They're divorce attorneys. They're CPA firm that can help you with tax issues. They're a real estate broker. If you need to downsize your house and if you need to sell it or if you need to have that conversation of should I rent? Should I buy? What should I do? Um, we have those people. We have somebody that can help you price health insurance. Um, I, I personally can help you with life insurance. I can help you with income planning. So we have created this community of people who are there for you as you're going through this process. Because sometimes when people get stuck and they don't move forward is because they don't know who to call. They don't know who to trust. They don't know where to go. Um, we even have counselors if you if you need help with emotionally making the, the transition into your new life or if your children need um, counseling on, on going through this whole process. We, we're, we, we already have it. It's already there. I've done the due diligence of finding the people who are not only going to be able to provide you with the service that you need, but also who are going to be there to help you move forward. Um, I'm very big on going from being a victim to a victory. I don't like this whole, I'm going to keep you in this really bad space. And, and, you know, we're going to be in these support groups that, you know, all we do is we talk about how horrible it was and, you know, how horrible our exes were. And we just never move forward. Now, I'm not saying that there's not a, a place for that. As you're going through this process, you want to be surrounded by people who can relate to what you're going through. But you also want to be surrounded by people who can push you into a new direction, who can be there to cheer you on, be there to support you, be there to answer questions, provide education, and just help you make sense of things. And that's what I think really sets us apart, especially in the divorce planning space, um, because we already are here. 
We're ready to embrace you. We're ready to move forward and help you make sense of things. Um, it's really important, regardless of what stage of divorce that you're going through, that you're reaching out and you're talking to people. Um, I offer a, a complimentary consultation. You can reach out to me. You can comment on on the um, below on the the podcast. You can just set up time. Let's have a conversation. Let me have a better understanding of where it is and what you need, because there are going to be things that you need through the whole process and especially at the very end because then you have quadros that have to be chased down. You have new life insurance. You have new things that have to be done. And um, I just want you to know that we are here as a team at Swan Financial and I am here directly to help you get through that process. Um, so, you know, and I want to wrap it up by saying, you know, I'm going to be uh, releasing a, a book here soon called Surviving Divorce. And it's really on teaching you how to navigate your finances, your family, and finding joy again in your life. Because it really is a process. You know, as far as your finances go, we talk about how catastrophic going through a divorce can be. But then when you have family that's involved, and I'm not just talking about children, I'm talking about uh, parents. I'm talking about uh, brothers and sisters uh, that want to get involved to tell you what you need to do and what you don't need to do. And again, that's just an additional stress that you don't need. And then just finding joy again in what it is. You know, I've been through divorces. I've shared with you. Um, there is a, a better life that can be out there waiting for you. You just have to believe in yourself. You have to take the steps forward and you have to find out what that means to you. And that's definitely something that uh, I can help you do. So as we wrap it up today, just to recap, I'm going to go back over the tips with you real quick. If you're going through a divorce, there's some things that you want to be aware of. Um, only take advice from experts. Your divorce attorney, your financial consultant are going to be your best friends through this process and your biggest uh, sources and resources for advice. Only listen to them. Understand your budget now and what it's going to look like going forward. Um, don't get overwhelmed. I can help you with that. Um, your attorney can help you with that, uh, but you have to face it. You have to make sure that you have an understanding. Uh, avoid making any big financial decisions uh, throughout the process and immediately following. Um, don't go into this as a way that you think you can stick it to whoever it is that you're divorcing. That's just not a good place to be uh, mentally, and it's certainly not a good place to be financially. Um, be smart and frugal about what it is that you're going to be doing and the expenses that you're going to be facing as you come out of divorce. Uh, keep, keep track of your credit and your credit report. That's super important too. You want to make sure that uh, as you're coming out of this, that your credit can stay intact. And if it doesn't, that's okay. You might have to take a couple steps back. No worries. We can put you in touch with people who can help you get back on track as far as your credit report goes and your credit moving forward. And then, you know, we're going to get to a point where we have to create a roadmap for you. But my best piece of advice I can give you is don't allow yourself at any point in time throughout the process to get stuck. You have people who are here to help you. You have people who are here who've been through it. You have people who are going to be here to encourage you to move forward. All you have to do is pick up the phone and ask for help. So 
Uh, thank you for letting me come into your living room or on your phone or iPad again. And I look forward to coming back and talking to you next month. Next month, we're going to be talking about how you talk um, about finances with your, your children. And that's a topic that a lot of people ask me about. I wish I would have told my kids this or that when they were growing up. So um, we're going to be talking about how to share finances with your teenagers as they get ready to, to embark in the world by themselves. So until next time, thank you all for tuning in.